white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 6, Episode 34. I'm Jack. Uh, Abbas. Don't know what I thought about that. Oh, I don't know what you thought. What a start. What a start. Start as you mean to go on. It's been um, a while. Was well, this two in three weeks now for you? Which is excellent this... Regular, aren't I? This season. Um, good week. How was, how was Easter? Yeah, Did not bad. Did you get up to anything weird or... Why would you, why'd you ask that? Well... Why well, 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 would you say, just get up to anything? Why, why well, be... I mean, a normal night home for you is like bumping into somebody and like doing... What was the, what's the unicorn story you'd end up in a... That was... That, that was fun, actually. Yeah? Yeah, no, then... No, then anything. Just uh Just a normal night. Normal Easter. Normal, normal Easter. Night. Had plenty of chocolate? Uh, no, not even. No? Just odd. Just, just, just not even just odd. Just, just trying. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to cut down actually. Oh yeah. Going to the gym. Can you tell? Oh yeah. A little bit. Not really. Yeah. You like you need a good meal still. <laughs> um, opening question actually came oh, straight into it. Came straight into it. Um, I had some. This com- sun's a bit bright, by the way. Just saying. Brilliant. I had some complaints that we talked too much about WrestleMania. By who? Cole Woodbridge. Cole Woodbridge. Unbelievable, isn't it? Can't believe it. Unbelievable. Can't believe it. But we're going straight into it today because you've got the sun in your eyes. Oh, we're not talking about WrestleMania. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it now. Oh yeah, you know what? Let's talk about <laughs> it actually. <laughs> so let's take us back. So where were you? You'd seen. You'd, you'd seen. Was it two thirds of it? Yeah. You'd seen about 70 percent of it, and you were just waiting for the final fight. So yes, yeah, so I'd only seen. No, actually, I had only seen the first hour of it. Um, saw the rest of it. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Were you pleased with sort of who took the belts? <laughs> yeah. yeah brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> right. Opening question. Right, yeah, yeah. Come, come from our colleague Johnny actually, and he said you have got two options. Option A, you can have Anton Anton Griezmann in the summer, and he'll play for you for the next five seasons, and he'll be like the quality that he's been at for that, those seasons. So you're guaranteed this top player right or you have Harry Kane for the rest of his career so this is a conversation I actually had with a friend of mine who supports Leicester you got other friends uh, other well, than us I wouldn't say that acquaintances there we go <laughs> <laughs> people I know <laughs> don't know me yeah we <laughs> <laughs> <People you> stalk <laughs> um and she's so she's a Leicester fan, and we were, I was just you know, talking to her on uh, last Wednesday, actually, and we had this conversation about Griezmann and Kane. Yeah. And I'm going to say exactly what I said then. Um, I would take Griezmann. Oh. However, I did say that's a massive statement. But why? 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 Why would you? Swap? My only concern about Griezmann is one: he's he looks like a baby Diego Forlan with his hair. Is that a problem? Um, well, Diego Forlan was shit, so <laughs> yes. Um, he's a bit, he's a bit weak, and I don't know if he'd be able to cut it in the prem. But yet, you're going to swap him. But, he, uh, <laughs> but he, overall, overall, he's undoubtedly a better player. You see, I agree. I think Griezmann, as an individual, is better individual for than Harry Kane. However, I think for us. The, in my opinion, there's only one forward in I mean, world I mean, football that I would that I think in our team in our style would be better than Kane, and it's not Griezmann. Go on, Suarez. 
But then, hang on. So, what are we what are we basing on? Are we basing it on an individual, or are we basing it on the fact on how that individual would play within a team? It's or how you interpret the question. You can have Griezmann for so the next. If we're talking about purely on an individual basis, not how they perform within the team, then I would go with Griezmann because if we were to compare apples and apples just as individuals, I'd say that Griezmann is the better player. Interesting. Very interesting. However. Uh, if we were talking about in a team dynamic and the fact that it being a premiership, I'd choose Kane because Kane is stronger, he's bigger, he's got a bit more about him, um, whereas Griezmann doesn't have that. Mm. But he's got a lot, as, as Griezmann showed actually against Leicester, he's pacey, isn't he? He's, he's rapid. He's, he's rapid. rapid. So, yeah. Good, great question. Good question, that. I, I still but, think I keep Kane. I'd go, I I'm, do. I'm going Griezmann. Interesting. We'll split on that. Um, you know what? I'll put that out as a poll on Twitter, and we'll see what see what everyone else thinks. Um, yeah, great first question. So cheers for that, Johnny. Um, put out to the social media earlier that me and you were going to be recording. What did people want to speak about? Had an array of responses actually on our Facebook page. So I'm just going to go through a few of them now. We'll answer the questions. Um, so Carl Woodbridge again mentioned again. Um, so this scenario wins the title on goal difference. Chelsea draw at home to Southampton and away to West Brom whilst they lose at Everton. Other three games are home wins against Middlesbrough, Watford and Sunderland. Fucking hell, they've got an easy run in. Meanwhile, we get five wins and lose one game. Far-fetched, but there's a chance. What do you make of that? Do you think, do you think that's realistic? No. So, no. No, not no. at all? The title's gone, let's be honest. Do you think? Um, do you think Arsenal I, can catch us? What? Are they Fourteen points behind yeah. the game in hand. I'm going to say no. Do you know what? You know why I asked because you paused there and you thought about it. That they're fourteen points behind, and you're like, maybe they can. We're four points behind Chelsea, and you're like, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I sent out. I, I I had a. I sent out a tweet um, yesterday or whatever, and I was like. Life of a Spurs fan um, might win the league, but we might not finish above Arsenal. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. Um, well, I had another one as well that actually we put out on the Echoes of Glory Twitter uh, handle. So that's at underscore Echoes of Glory. Um, and it was actually what would be worse, finishing below Arsenal in the league, which at this stage of the season you think that can't happen, surely, or. Than beating us in the FA Cup final, what what is what would be worse? Um, so I've had some votes in. What what's your answer on that? So you finish below them in the league, even though we're fourteen points clear, or they beat us in the final. What would be worse for you? Do we do we beat Chelsea and beat whoever in the final to win the FA Cup? Yeah, why not? Well, we'd have to beat Chelsea, wouldn't we? It's not it's not finish below them and win the cup. It's just we finish below them, or they beat us in the cup final. What's worse? It's a hard one, right? Yeah. Because we're so far in front in the league, you'd think we couldn't fall apart, but then losing to them in the cup final would just be horrendous. Shall I tell you? Do you want to think about it? And I'll tell you the split <coughs> of the vote so far. Yeah. So 39% of people have said finishing below them in the league would be worse. 61% have said losing the cup final would be worse. So the majority at the minute is with the cup final. Losing to them in the final would be worse than finishing below them in the league. Very, very interesting response. I thought that was going to be the other way. 
But then I suppose the cup final, FA Cup finals don't come around often. We're at a point now where actually finishing above them probably will. And we've finished below them so much that what's one more season? Yeah, no, I agree. But considering where we are now and how far we've come and the gap that has actually opened up between us, I'd rather... That's difficult. It's so hard, isn't it? It's it's difficult. It's such a hard That's tough. Um, Tell you what, think on it. We'll come back at the end of the show and you can give us your... Give us your answer at the end of the show on that one. I mean, I'd probably end up crying with either one, really. I mean, that's really, that's the perfect scenario <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, but a good, good scenario from Cole, though. Um, you never know. You ne- Four points, you never know. I just feel like they've got a much easier run in than we have. Um, I'd agree with that. We've got tougher games. It's just, I mean, yeah, we've we've made up six points in the last two weeks over the course of three games, and that's amazing. But like, Chelsea's rough patches now. Who's not like? Who's to say that they're not going to carry on this rough patch in the next six games? It, it would have been a possibility if they had harder games. So if they had a couple yeah. couple of the top six away, um, but they don't. They've got teams who, at the time of playing them, will probably already be relegated. Borough, Hull. Um, Just how bad are Middlesbrough? Oh, in all mate, seriousness, don't. I actually think they're worse than Sunderland. They are literally disgusting. They're shocking. They they're are shocking. Sides. They are disgusting. Um, the only thing that I think makes Sunderland worse than Middlesbrough is Didier Dong. <laughs> right. So if he if he is your club record signing. You've got there's a serious issue going on there. So Middlesbrough don't have that luxury, thankfully. <laughs> anyway, um, other questions that have come in from people on Facebook. So Mark Walsh, uh, written in friend of the show, um, it's hard to come up with any questions following that amazing performance against Bournemouth, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, how happy are you to be a Spurs fan right now? I mean, for me, this is probably not probably this is the best time of ever for me being a Spurs fan. Grew up so- watching Spurs what in the mid 90s and it was it was horrendous it was, it was dreadful so I, it was shocking so this is this is great because I've literally just had this conversation with someone uh, not same, another friend no same friend actually oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't have many yeah. gotta keep hold of them um, and I said um, so I'm just scrolling through the conversation right now can we fill it with airtime? Sure. So, yeah, like I was saying, for me, supporting Spurs in the mid-90s, dreadful period. We had the Worthington Cup, which we won. The 2008 Carling Cup was probably the best day of being a Spurs fan that I've experienced. But just the consistency of enjoying going and watching Spurs every week, knowing going to go to the home game, we're going to smash the opposition. The only time I've had that is when we, when Harry was in charge and we had Modric, Bale, Van der Vaart, that team. And like every home game, I was like, I know we're definitely going to win, but we dropped so many points away from home, so it was never, never complete happiness. But now, I mean, we've got a manager at the centre of it all that sums up modern football. And he's in a position where literally the whole club, it's not even Tottenham Hotspur anymore. I'm going to go as far as saying that. It's Pochettino's club now. It's not even he's just come in and got on 11 players that he likes working with. The entire club is completely structured around him. And that's something that, realistically, when you'll never see that again. 
realistically, the only the only time you can think of that is Ferguson, where an entire club, and, and actually Wenger as well, where an entire club is based around a manager. And I feel like we're right at the start of that period now, where actually the next 10, 15 years, if we start going on and winning trophies, could be like the period when we're in our 50s, we look back and say, do you remember that? Do you remember when he first joined and like building that dynasty? So I think... I, I personally can't remember a better time of being, to be a Spurs fan. Um, you just hope that we keep hold of the manager, keep hold of all the players, and that that goes on. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so what I said uh, to this same friend was, um, what 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 should we call said friend? Uh, Dorothy. Acquaintance. Fine, so you've. You and Dorothy are talking about how happy you are being a Spurs fan. About how happy I am being a Spurs fan, yeah. yeah. So I've lost it now, that's great. Um, but it is long just of we've improved year on year for the past three years. We're playing some of the best football I've ever seen. In Europe? Well, Honestly. it's the best football I've ever yeah. seen us as a club play in my 24 years supporting them. Bearing in mind I'm 26 so what were we doing for the other two years watching wrestling <laughs> <laughs> but no the, um, the football's unbelievable like, like, and we're the best footballing team in the Prem easily can, like I can't believe that this is my club like this is my the, this is your the team your one and only club my one and only club this is my club like and we are like the football we play it's just unreal dude like it's even better than when we got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League yeah hands down and under Harry and we we had a decent team well, and when we had Harry we had one tactic and it was get it to bail get along the wing get it in the box that was effectively that was our tactic right but now we've got so many different options of how we play we've got two three different formations that we changed during the game like the Harry years were great, but we played four four one one every week, same lineup, same yeah. instructions, everything was the same. Whereas now, all right, we might line up with a four two three one, but we're switching to three at the back for ten minutes and confusing opponents. We're saying to players, actually, you're playing left wing, come and play on the right hand side for ten minutes. We're constantly changing, adapting. Every single week, we've got something new. That's the biggest thing for me. You go and watch Spurs, and the start of the season, it was a lot of control games. Then it was a lot of get balls in the box quickly. Now it's playing through the lines, almost like completely bypassing the midfield, and the centre-backs just going straight into Ericsson and Ali. And we're right about Every game, there's something different, and that's 100% down to Pochettino. And it's nice to know that we've now got like the ability to break teams down, yeah. whereas before we... If we came up against a brick wall or like a team like like that Swansea game a couple of weeks back, we would have lost that hundred. That would have been a one 0 loss. That would, definitely, we would have lost that like ninety nine times out of hundred. We lost that game, and if we were lucky, we would have got a draw. But we, like, yeah. You never. I don't know about you. I'm never worried when I go to a game. If it's nil nil after an hour, I'm not worried. I'm sat there thinking the goal's going to come. We're going to create something. There'll be a moment of magic. Whereas when I do think back to. The Harry years in particular, we had quite a few bad home losses where we'd be nil-nil after an hour and we'd panic and we'd end up yep. throwing men forward and getting yep. caught on a break and getting I done one-nil. I remember that game against um, QPR just after Harry's, um, Harry had that whole 
cult thing. Yeah, and I think we drew it no no. Um and he just had his like tactics all wrong. Like Lennon was playing on like the left and the bell was on the right and and we just looked devoid of ideas. Mm. But now when we play, like we I feel like we've got a plan B. And if it's not working we change it. That's the thing for me as well. They they don't wait until there's ten minutes to go. If it's not working after fifteen minutes in the first half, he changes the formation. He's not afraid to do it, or he'll say to a player, "Can't play in a different position." It, it, it's unbelievable. Um, whilst we're talking about Harry Redknapp, the announcement about him today is that he's the new Birmingham City manager, taking over from Gianfranco Zola, who left Birmingham with a win percentage of nine percent. Solid. So. Two wins in 24, was it? Consistent. It's consistent. Two wins in 24. They say championship, that you strive for consistency in that division, and Zola definitely brought consistency. But Harry off to Birmingham, so that'll be interesting. So we expect to see Cranchar, Crouch, Chris Samba, probably turn up there (laughs) when he'll turn up there on a free. Um, What other players does he normally sign everywhere he goes? Ryan Nelson will be out of retirement. Yeah. Do you want to say Defoe one more time? (laughs) Gallas. Robbie Keane, maybe. Tempt him back over. Over, give up your life in uh, LA, come to the Midlands. He's not play for LA Galaxy anymore. Got Keane, that always, that'll happen then, won't it? That will happen. That, will, that, that is. Can we, whilst we're talking about managerial appointments, can we also touch on Tony Adams as the Granada manager? There is an amazing video on Twitter going round of his first training session, and he's basically dancing. I thought, have you seen yeah. it? Have you seen it? And then people have put music over the top of it. It is hilarious. So if you haven't, what, if you haven't seen that, check that out. On what, That's what, brilliant. what gets to me is um, they've also signed or they've had Nigel Ryokoka and Karen Richardson training with them. Brilliant. Uh, so they, they, they'll be signed as free agents. I mean, I didn't know they were live, let alone you know playing what? football. I remember signing Nigel Ryokoka on Championship Manager, I think it was 2002, and it was one of the worst decisions I've ever made. <laughs> was, <laughs> when he was young. He was, yeah. he was absolutely dreadful for me. But what I don't get with that, like, taking your Spurs bias off, like Tony Adams, brilliant player, right? no one can say he wasn't, and he's clearly got so much to offer. But who at Granada has gone, I know who can get us out of trouble, Tony Adams. <laughs> Like, who has said that? He's got no man, really, no manager experience. I'm sure he's a brilliant coach on the defensive side of it, but he doesn't speak the language. They've got, what, six games to go? Well, they're, 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 go, they're going down. It's, they're going down. It's a real strange I mean, appointment. I, I just don't see it. I just don't get it. I just, it's like when uh, Valencia went for Gary Neville. Like, strange. It's weird. Real, real strange appointment, that from Granada but all the best to them yeah. and other managers are available yeah. if, if they're not sure um, yeah a real weird one um, just going back to questions that people have written in with us so John Dorks has written in uh, again another friend of the show it was really impressive the way Man United made Chelsea ineffective my question for the pod is who would you get to Mark Hazard and would you keep Dara in midfield rather than Wanyama as I'm great unsure question. who's more effective can't wait for Saturday great question um I mean, why do we need to change anything from the team that we played at White Hart Lane? Obviously, Danny Rose is injured. Um, but apart from that, why would we? Why would he not keep exactly that same team? Can we keep that same team? Can we play the same formation? Probably not, because Davis is uh, Davis isn't really like a wing back. Mm. Um, <sighs> Let's talk about Chelsea. We'll come on to Chelsea in a minute. But I think that's a really, really good question. Um, 
Simon Mitchell's also uh, written in, so we'll come to his question on uh, Spurs and Chelsea in a minute. Um, but Javad, friend of the show, host of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast, has also written in saying, "Do you think? Do you feel more relaxed about the running than last season? I know I deal feels like there is less pressure. There is less pressure, and what what it is? Is there less pressure? Because aren't we closer? We're closer, but we're not like with Leicester. I mean." Leicester was always a fairy tale, and it was. No one really thought that they'd win the league until they won the league. Yeah. But with Chelsea, everyone feels like they're gonna win the league, even though the gap is smaller. So in that sense, there's less pressure. There's us less pressure on us now because we don't have the, the whole of the league against us. Yeah. I think um, everyone wants Tottenham to catch Chelsea, whereas last year everyone hated Spurs and they wanted Leicester to do it. So I think that's a difference from what we had last year. And also, there's no way that there can be this Tottenham bottle debt. Do you know what I mean? It's Chelsea's well, to lose, I mean, which we didn't last is, year. This is pathetic. Like, I don't understand where we've been getting I mean, this. Calm down, calm down. Yeah, like, no, it really winds me up. Like, I don't understand where this is coming from, where everyone's like, oh, you know, will Spurs bottle it? What have we got to bottle? Like, listen, we're not top. We weren't top last season against Leicester. It's Chelsea's to lose at this point. It was Leicester's to lose last yeah. season. They didn't lose it, but why, how did we bottle it? All right, yeah, we should have finished second, which, which we didn't. But we didn't bottle not winning the league. Are we Are we going to say that the other 18 teams bottled, bottled it. not if winning the league? If you ask me, Sunderland have bottled it this season. They should, have won, they should be hands down. Absolutely. But Didi Dong has bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> He is one of the sorry. I've got this thing about Didier Dom, but he's one of the worst players I've ever seen. I don't even think he'd get in like my five side team. To be fair, had a good game against Spurs when um, when he ran around a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he, he like he likes to run around. You can't ask for more. You can, I mean, you can from a Prem player. I think you can ask for a little bit more. Oh, I was just referring to uh, our five side game. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So me and Abbas, well, sorry, Abbas had actually had the pleasure and the privilege of <laughs> playing with me. In the same game, how was that? Um, good, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. your common influence on the pitch. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, I was saying actually, Abbas actually scored quite a few goals in that game, but I lost count of the amount of times he let his runner just go. <laughs> <laughs> it happened quite a few times. Um, mate, when you can finish as well as me, you don't need to track back. You definitely do. <laughs> if you're finishing as well as you, definitely do need to track back. Um, just like Berbatov. Just like Berbatov. You look like him and all, which is good. Uh, Hannick has also written in, so again, friend of the show. Um, oh, lots, lots of uh, lots of interest this week. Lots of interest this week. Um, how delusional am I to believe that we're going to win the double? Very. Out of ten, how would you score Hannick's level? About nine. I, I think maybe even a ten. But, you, but the thing is, what, is, so, what is so ridiculous? <laughs> what is so ridiculous is that it is possible, but yet it's also possible for City to do the double. Yeah. If and we, we could also finish sixth and, and win nothing. It's a bonkers season. I mean, I I allowed myself last night to think about us potentially winning the league. And I just sat there and I thought, I'll just cry. I, don't, I, I genuinely do not know what I would do. I think even winning the FA Cup would be such an emotional thing. It'd be great. Winning the league. Can't no words, no words. That's why I don't want to think about it. That's why, to me, it's not happening. If we finish second this year, let's say we lose to Chelsea, we finish second, right? So that's still a good season. It's a great for season. Us. 
What are the aims going into next year? Again, same thing. Let's fight for the title. So we'd go into... Because at the start of this season, I thought we might struggle to get top four. I was like, I think top four is going to be really tough. No part of me thought we'd be in the title race again. I, I don't know about you. I did not expect that whatsoever. I thought we'll be probably a full fifth. That'll be where we are. I did not think we'll be in the title race. So... To actually be like next season, if we don't win it this year, we've got every chance. Is mental. That is a that is a mental thought. Anyway, let's talk. About I the, yeah, sorry. I was gonna, let's talk about the Bournemouth game. Let's talk about the Bournemouth game. So, Did you go to it? Uh, I didn't go to it actually. No, um, I watched it on telly. I was away over Easter, so I was coming nice. back on that morning to watch how, it. How was your Easter break? It was very nice. I was down in Dorset. Lovely. To a wedding. It was Lovely. Very, it was very, very nice. Come back Saturday morning in time for the Spurs game. Nice. Uh, which was good. So got back and put that on. Um, I actually, so I had the commentary on coming home and by the sounds of it, we were dominating them. Dembele had scored a bit of a scrappy goal from what the radio described it as. Which, which was not actually, scrappy Actually, it was a great finish. Yeah. Um, parked up on my driveway, 1-0. I was like, great. Going to leave my stuff in the car, just going to literally run and get the telly on. Took the keys out of the engine open the front door into the living room telly on 2-0 so I'm thinking my god literally I've been gone 20 seconds near enough there and it's 2-0 but I mean it was just another absolutely incredible performance like we're just we're destroying these teams and it's like every team that we're playing against they're saying after the game they're the best team we've played this season I feel like every team we've played has said that they're the best team they're the hardest to contain we can't get near them going forward we're just it's phenomenal how good we it's are great. going forward. It's really good. Um, so I, I went to the game um, on Saturday and... Well, you're in hospitality. Yeah, Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Uh, not much to write home about. I'd rather be out with the people. So whereabouts in this... Were you in the West Stand? West Stand, uh, more towards north. Okay, so down what, what, by a corner flag? Uh, just, yeah, like penalty spot. So for anybody that doesn't know, they, they are the boxes that are completely inside. They were completely inside, They don't have the inside, outside yeah. bit, it's um, completely inside. Which was... Do you get... So I've never done hospitality before. Do you get much atmosphere? Because they, uh, they have speakers, don't they, to try they and make it... They have speakers to try and make it like you're, as, as if you're part of it. But no, I, I, it was great. Um, it was good. It was good, but I just thought it would have been a lot... Like, a, yeah, I would have preferred to be... In with the fans. Yeah, but, I mean, I got... It was a free ticket, so thanks a lot to uh, to, to the publisher that gave it to me. Um, That's great. And you get a little... You got a little meal before, did you? Got a little... Or was it a big meal? Uh, well, they had bacon, so I, could, I, couldn't, oh. I couldn't, couldn't go there, fortunately. Well, I could have if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Did you get a free bar during the game? Um... Before the game, yes. Before the game. Um, not during the game. Because they actually have the bar bit there, don't they? And then you yes. go up to your box. Yeah, and at half-time exactly. you go back down. Yeah, you can go back down. You can stay where you are. Um, yeah, it was good. It had like a little TV on in the background with a football one as well. So oh, if you could see the other scores and all of that, if there were. It was any. literally just Spurs game on the TV. <laughs> you were sat there watching it on the telly, were you? Yeah, yeah, rather <laughs> than watching the game. Um, but it was good. It was it was good fun. I would um, love to experience the hospitality in the East Stand, where they've got the outdoor bit. Yes. I think that would be... That'd be amazing. That would be quality, because you get the atmosphere, but also if you want to go in and sit in and watch the telly and eat bacon, <coughs> then you can do that as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but speaking about the game, 
I thought the first 10, 15 minutes were, it was quite tense. We, I, I, maybe I couldn't really, I, from what I felt from being inside, but it felt like it was a bit of a tense start to the game where we didn't, we we had possession, but we, we didn't do much with it. It's like we're feeling them out. Yeah. And then we got the first goal, which was incidentally a fault of Jack Walsh's because he let it, he let it go. He, he let, was it, I think he told Fraser or whoever to let it go or Cook. To let, cook, yeah. To let it go for the corner when it actually come off one of their players, yeah. and we scored directly from it, um, which was well played, Jack. Um, but yeah, the goal just obviously always will change the game, and it just we were just dominant, like we were rampant. Four could have been seven, eight, and that's not even an exaggeration. Like Boric made a few good saves. Yeah. Kane had about three chances in the space of ten minutes, yeah. and he should have got, he should have scored all three of them. Um, you got I one. feel like now as well, it's like, when we score, we go up a gear. We're like, we've got them here. Because we've done it this season, and it never used to be something we'd do. We're scoring two free goals in the space of 15 minutes, and we're just ending the game. It's not like, for me, that the classic Spurs was, you, you're all over a team, all over them, all over them, get in front, and then they equalise straight away. It felt like that always used to happen. But now, we're doing what? the Uniteds, the Arsenals and the Chelsea's when they were dominating the Premier League used to do. You have a good 10 minutes and you can absolutely kill a game just by going bang, bang, 2-0, come back from that. And we've done yeah. it so often this season. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And a lot of that credit has to go to, like, Poch. Yeah. And he, like, the mentality of the club has changed to, even where it was this time last year, where we were playing great football, and we were winning games, we were winning games quite handsomely, but now we've become more ruthless. Yeah. Like, a lot more ruthless. Whereas last season we had a few games where we dominated but didn't get the goals that we necessarily, like, our play necessarily deserved. Yeah. And we had a lot of chances where we should didn't convert. But now it's like, it's all slowly sort of coming together. Um, whether we end up with any silverware this season remains to be seen um, do we need to win something yeah I mean we've got we, we need to win something in the next two three years for sure um, and like I'm not even talking Carling Cup like I'm talking the FA Cup the league because with this team I mean how how discontent are they going to get after three years, like these guys, they're only going to get better. Like, I, I, someone told me that they're playing to the to the peak of their ability, and that's bullshit. Like, they're not playing to the peak of their ability. They're only they're, just getting started. They're only really. just getting started. There's only a few players you can say are playing at the peak of their powers. So, someone like Yan, Musa, um, Hugo. But if you look at it, like Walker, Dyer, Rose, uh, out of while. They're all still young men. Ali, Kane, Ericsson, Son. They're all under like the age of 25. And Kudu. <laughs> NG. <laughs> he's gone now, isn't he? Hopefully not for long. I'm hoping he'll be back. No, but I thought because he's played certain games, he, it's like the Bentelab thing, he's, he's now, that's the end of him. Disappointed. Disappointed. I'll never, I'll never forget what he did to uh, Demetrius. That's the only thing he ever did, wasn't it, really? Um, that Bournemouth game, one of my favourite things that I've seen this season, Jack Wilshere going off injured. Yes. Which was fantastic. And there was a bit Great of talk on Twitter and Steve Cook after the game has been like, it's not right, you should never cheer 
uh, a, a player's injury and all that. Do me a favour. I mean, after all the antics that he's done, like he should be, he should be man enough in Wilshire to not moan about that. I don't. So, I mean, well, like, to be fair, he's, not said, an, he's yeah. not said anything. Yeah, and you think yeah. he should probably have enough about him to be like, fine, I give them stick. What goes around comes around. But this is what happens when you tackle with the outside of your foot. I don't know if anyone's seen the replay, but he's, he's flying into a tackle with Harry Kane with the outside of his left foot. So no wonder you're getting injured it's not, if you're tackling like that it's, it's not ideal is it remarkable absolutely um, remarkable I mean so who's to say that if Harry Kane were to get injured at the Emirates would Arsenal fans not cheer exactly the only time they would. the only time you wouldn't would be if it was a real serious injury as it but as in like a life threat I, I, I still think if Wilshire went down and broke his leg there'd be cheers but if it was like a life threatening incident then people I like to think people wouldn't because at the end of the day, football's football. It's not the end of the world. But I, I, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. Watch oh, so did I. Great banter. Go off. Great banter. It was fantastic. Um, but a brilliant win. Two more goals as well uh, after the Sun one. Um, I mean, it's just destruction. Absolutely. We've won quite a few games 4-0 as well so this I season. So I think we scored four goals eight times in the league this season. Uh, Liverpool done it six times. Uh, Man United done it once. It's impressive though, and it comes back to what you were saying about how ruthless we are, and that that's something we've added to our game, which we've, well, to be honest, I think we've always been good going forward, but we've never had that killer, like let's just absolutely destroy a team now, we've got them on the ropes, let's just completely end it. Um, anything more to add about that Bournemouth game? No, um, just, it was just fantastic, I, it was just so good, and yeah, we deserved it, we got it. I mean, I'm now looking forward to the Chelsea game, which I'm sure we're going to move on to now. We'll move, we'll, actually, we'll move on to the Chelsea game in a minute. There's actually a couple of things that I want to quickly talk about before sure. that. Um, the first one is that Chris Carter, family of the show, um, has written another article for us, which you can find on our website. Um, all for one and one for all is the subject of Chris's article this week. So get on the website. So that's Echoes of Glory Pod. Um, you can just type that in Google and uh, you'll find the site. It's on our Facebook page, on our Twitter Twitter feed, all of that, so you can find the site nice and easy. So go on, let us know what you think of that article. If anybody wants to get involved with putting anything on the site, get in touch. Like we're more than welcome. It's a it's a place where literally we've got every, we have all of our podcasts on there. We've got pictures, everything. So if you want to contribute and get some content on there, let us know. Um, but another really good article from Chris. Secondly, tomorrow night, massive night. Why you ask? Why? I ask. White Hart Lane, tomorrow night at 7pm, Spurs ladies playing the West Ham ladies in a league game. Um, so the ladies team beat Cardiff at the weekend 2-1. Uh, last minute winner from Wendy Martin, so she pretty much scores every game now. Um, fantastic goal scorer. when she wants. Wendy Martin scores when she wants. Um, so one step close to the title because Cardiff were the nearest title rivals in that division at the moment. So brilliant to get that win. And then tomorrow, for the first time this season, they play at White Hot Lane and we're playing West Ham. So London derby under the lights. Get it's going to be pretty it. good. So you can still get your tickets on the site. I've got to go on the club website to get your tickets for that. I'm not sure how many are available or not. Um, but if you're there, let me know because I'll be there cheering the girls team on tomorrow night. So that's nice and exciting. Hopefully they can get a win there. Um, it's, I'm it's time for don't say my astronomy fact Abbas's astronomy fact of the week shit dun 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 
So it's not really a fact, but a bit more, it's a bit, bit of news actually. A bit of news. Expanding the feature. Expanding <laughs> <laughs> news and facts. <laughs> so um, apparently there could be life on a moon that orbits Jupiter. Um, so this this said moon is 887 million miles away from the sun. It's far enough. Is it? It's it's not close. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be able to walk there. No. Um, we can get Peter Crouch to just sort of <laughs> peer over the top of the sun and let us know what's there. Um, so what what it, what it is is um, they found that it could potentially be microbes living there, um, and they can they can assume. That if there's life on, if there is life on this said moon in in the form of microbes, then they can also assume that there is also life on 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 other planets, which are there are tens of billions of in the universe. So it's an ice ocean under the surface of the moon. Brilliant, as always. So, I mean, what 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 are the next steps? Um, so they're going to they're going to investigate this uh, further. And how are they just going to uh, send some bloke? Now what they, what they uh, so they had a, so what they had is they had a uh, spacecraft orbiting Jupiter called Cassini, and um, this said spacecraft actually mission came to an end. Um, so what they did was they decided to crash this spacecraft into I reckon into that, Jupiter. that's what they said happened and the bloke controlling it <laughs> has had a shocker <laughs> fallen asleep on the job and he's crashed into the moon he's gone now no, mission's complete <laughs> brilliant yeah, um, that's, so that's, that's the news but the fact I've got a fact as well double so wabas light from the middle of our galaxy travels at 186,000 miles a second takes 25,000 light years to reach us good good there's a lot of numbers in there there's a lot of numbers um so yeah so light traveling from the middle of our galaxy travels at 186,000 miles a second and it takes 25,000 light years to reach us one more time <laughs> just 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 let that sink in just let that right. sink in. And if anybody does have any astronomy questions for Abbas, I'm sure there'll be <laughs> thousands of these. There'll probably be as many as there are, what was it, light years or whatever it was in there. There'll be as many questions. Let us know. Maybe we can all, we could almost get, if any, if there's anybody out there that is an astronomy expert, yeah. get in touch because we get could get, you could come on and we could have an astronomy off. And I could ask the questions and we could see who knows more about astronomy. Or, or to be fair, if there's anyone that knows anything about telescopes, let me know because I, I I'm struggling. <laughs> That's not weird. For <laughs> <laughs> sorry for your neighbours. <laughs> I'm struggling. I, d- I don't know what filters to use. So if anyone knows anything about telescopes and astronomy, let me know. Hashtag no filter. Well, it will be <laughs> when you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday. Yes. The game that we've all been waiting for for a number of weeks. Wembley. But is it though? I was going to do a dramatic build-up. Sorry. Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. No, it's gone. It's done. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. We're playing Chelsea on Saturday. It's going to be a normal, boring game. You happy? Yeah. <laughs> um, how are we feeling about a Chelsea game going into it? Because obviously they've, they lost to United. They're not playing great at the moment. They've lost, was that two, two of three. their last three yeah. games? Um, so 
They're a bit low on confidence. We're <coughs> obviously flying going into it. We are flying. And I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I, I've not thought about it yet. I've not really thought about the game itself and how it can pan out. And So, tactically, so going back to what John Dork's question was earlier, who would you get to man Mark Hazard? Would you keep Dyer in midfield? How are you, how are you approaching it? Because Simon Mitchell also wrote in and says, when we lost to Chelsea, we played 4-2-3-1. Vimmer was left back. There was no Toby. When we beat them, we were 3-4-3. Three, three. Yep. So, it's either 4-2-3-1, which is what we've been playing the last few games we've been flying, with you then have to choose Dyer, Dembele, Wanyama, one of them's going to miss out, who, who misses out out of them, It'd or have, yeah, you go three at the back you and go, go away from the system that we've played the last couple of weeks, but the no. system that beat them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Well, what I can say is, when we lost to them, we played well, but the problem was down our left side, um, which obviously Wimmer had. Um, so he's not, he won't play. Yeah. So it'll be... So what are you going with a four? I'm going for, I'm going with a four. Um, I don't see any reason to change a team. So you're they, leaving Wanyama on the bench? I'm leaving Wanyama on the bench. Why, why, what's the need to change it? I just don't, like, Dyer's played, he's played a bit more advanced and he's got a couple of goals. Um, then Ben is in good form. Delhi's scoring. Davis has slotted in pretty well, actually. And, like, we've said it before, the biggest compliment you can play a player is if they come in for someone who's first first choice and you don't notice them. I've not, I've not, seen Davis put a foot wrong you've not noticed him no no but that's, I get that's, what you mean for a left back that's a compliment that, that's a good thing right we've not, I've not noticed him like he's been good and <laughs> I'm just laughing at the way he's saying it's made me laugh um, I com- but I completely agree it's, so, a, it, it's such a tough one isn't it because basically what would you do if we lose Potch gets it wrong that, that, that's what everyone will say he played the wrong system no but it's not even that because like Sometimes you just lose to a better team. Not And that'll be Chelsea's case come Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> well played. <laughs> um but yeah, I think tactically, like if you look at the game against us and the game against United on Sunday, we and United got it tactically spot on. We need someone on Hazard. Would you man you'd man mark him, would you? <sighs> I mean, Herrera did not lay him out of his sight for a second, and he was ineffective. Like, what? What? Did, like, he was lost. Like, he didn't know whether to come short, whether to go, like, to go that was out probably wide. Probably the first time in his career he's ever been man marked. Yeah, probably. And he didn't know. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know. He didn't know what to do. You know. Um, I mean, it's difficult because if we had Rose playing, it would be a three-four-three all day long. But no Rose. It has to be a four, and, and and because it's a four, the team doesn't change. So you're leaving Manyama out. Leaving Manyama out. It, you know what? I would change it. It's harsh on Dyer as well. Like Dyer's not put a foot wrong. What's he done wrong? I'd go three four three, and I'd drop Sun. Which it, I know there's, there'll be people listening to this being like, "What? What? He t- he's been on fire." The problem. The, the reason. Yeah, go on. The reason behind this is, I think that three-four-three over the entire season has been when we've played our best football. I think the four-two-three-one the last few weeks has been outstanding, but I think overall the three-four-three has been the best for us. I think 
if you're playing against a team that is playing that system as well, I think man for man, we're better. I think a 3-4-3 can cause a 4-2-3-1 so many problems that you can potentially get overran. The reason, I, the reason that I drop Sun is I think the game is going to be incredibly tight. I could, I'd be stunned if, I'm, if on Monday next week we sat here and we've won 3-0. I'd be shocked at that. I'd expect, I, I think it'll be goalless after an hour because I think both teams will be very... I won't want to give anything away and I think to have the option of Sun off the bench yeah. is a massive option because I think if we go 4-2-3-1 so and it team? doesn't work what's your team? so Hugo and no Vormick no Hugo and goal <laughs> Hugo and goal Paolo Lopez yeah Hugo and goal but that's the point Vorm's played in all the cup games yeah I agree see you later Michelle <laughs> Hugo and goal Dyer, Toby Yan three centre-offs Walker, Davis as my wing backs. So no Trippier. Dembele, Wanyama, so, centre midfield, and so, then Ericsson, Kane, Delhi up top. That'd be my side. And then Sun, you've been he'll Sun will definitely play a key part in this game because I think if we're winning, you can bring him off the bench and he'd counter attack. He would, and he'd chase down everything as well. He just runs. He loves and it. let's say it's not working and we're a goal down and we need to change the system to go for it. What better player off the bench? That that's my thinking. If we go four two three one and it doesn't work, where do we go from there? You got Janssen, you got Sissoko. Let's not mention Sissoko. Can we not? That that's the way I think about this game purely because if we were playing a lesser team, then I'd be like, keep it four two three one, leave one young where that's he fair. is. Yeah, I get that. But it's a real. T- I'm very very interested to see what Pochettino does. It'll be a good game. It'll be a great occasion. I mean, whatever happens, um, hopefully it's going to be a better result than the last time we played them in a cup final. Do you manage to get a ticket for it? Uh, no. You didn't. Actually, no, and no. if anyone's got a spare, let us know. Abbas will take it. Have you got one? I haven't got a spare, no. Well, I mean, have you got one? Have I got a ticket? I've yeah. got a ticket. You're going to it? So, yeah, I am. Lovely. My dad and brother are actually going on the season ticket seats, but I've managed to find a see elsewhere with one of my friends Ellie so thanks to her for sorting that out for me so that's great so nice, I'm in the lower tier awesome same size same side as the dugouts I'm about in line with the penalty area row 4 beautiful so well, look out for you then anyone near me come find me yeah <laughs> look out for me on telly yeah. can't miss me really can you Colossal. Yeah. <laughs> that's outside the ground isn't it? Yeah. Um, what is your prediction for this game are we going to do it uh, it'll go to extra time See, I think it might as well. I, yeah, it'll go extra time. Um, and this is why I think the more you talk, the more you talk, the more sense you you have. So I would go. So Son coming off the bench when seventy-five minutes gone and it's nil-nil or one-all or whatever works because they're knackered. Assuming assuming Alonso doesn't play, that. That impacts on how well, like on Chelsea, like Chelsea were all at sea when they didn't have um, Courtois and uh, Alonso. Alonso playing, and you'd expect them to be back, wouldn't you? Yeah. Even if you'd, he'll risk them, wouldn't he? He'll risk them. But hypothetically, if they're not ready mm. and they're not playing, then that's a, that's a massive advantage. Mm. Like they're not having their first choice keeper, and like. Alonso's been on fire, but like he's like 
How good has has, has Alonso been? He's been good. He's been good. Like he's a bolt and a reject. And was he at Sunderland and all for a bit? He was somewhere else, <coughs> weren't he? That's ridiculous. I mean, talk about turning your career around. Hmm. So you're thinking extra time? What one nil? Extra time. So I feel like. I think it'll be one of those games where if it does extra time whoever wins will probably win it 2-0 or 3-1 where like because it will get so open because it'll be so tired everyone will be so tired one team will then run away mm. with it whoever that might be remains to be seen oh, I cannot I cannot wait but I see it going to extra time and it finishing 2-0 or 3-1 interesting see I agree with you. I think it'll be tight. I'm gonna say we're just gonna edge it in 90 minutes, two-one. That I, I, I'm. They'll definitely score. Like both teams will definitely score. The Chelsea haven't kept a clean sheet in ten. No, no, then. <laughs> no, no, no. Like penalties. <laughs> One nil on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd take that. I'd bite your hand off at that. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's I mean, going to be a huge don't game penalties because when is the last time we actually won a penalty shootout uh, Hull City in the Carling Cup is that when Siggy 8-7 uh, when Siggy scored that blind yeah game? Brad Friedel was in goal I believe but yeah I mean Hugo can't save a penalty for the life but didn't right. he save one at uh, was it Monaco away he did, did to be fair one? yeah he did we'll see we'll see it's going to like what's your biggest look like, I was watching the Man United-Chelsea game with my brother and he said to me, if you can take one player out of this Chelsea team for our game, who would it be and why? Kante. Uh, the reason being? Because he's so effective at breaking up play. Um, Costa we can keep quiet. If we get Jan, Jan and Toby on him, we can keep him quiet. If we get someone on Hazard, which, we, which was shown, we can keep him quiet. But like Kante is just... I mean, he literally is everywhere. Like he, I've seen because I've seen Chelsea play quite a lot. Yeah. And like he, yeah, like he's so important to them. Would you swap if you had the opportunity to swap him for Dembele or Wanyama? Would you? I swap him for Wanyama. Would you? Yeah, hundred percent. Dembele, no, because I feel like they're different players. Hmm, that's interesting. Like he's been absolutely phenomenal since joining the Premier League I mean he's up for PFA Player of the Year Deli Alli interestingly is not on Player of the Year he's on yeah. Young Player what are your thoughts on that? I mean to be fair the shortlist is great isn't it? It's, 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 don't they so announce it? Well, they decide it in like, like February, February didn't they? Yeah it's so it's not been so Delhi Delhi's just come to form in the last two months which would have been just after the yeah because it People forget at the start of the season that that West Ham game we won at home, he was left out. He was on the bench in that game. Yes. So there was actually at the start of the season. I'm not going to say he was out of favour, but he wasn't playing. He wasn't. Great. And he, I think he had like one goal or whatever, or two goals and a couple of assists or some shit. But it's just recently now he's got the goals and the assists going, and his last two months have been like he's been in great form. Hmm. Um, so yeah so he's up for a young player which I mean I think he'll get that who, who else is that who else is I think Lukaku was Kane up for it as well but I think Ali will get that I think Ali will get that I think Ali will get that um, you know what I've just had a message through from Junior Salanga 
Uh, how is he? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's also what's, looking forward to the game of the weekend. Yeah, what's, what's the up to these days? Um, he said he had a quite... He talked to him every night, you he said. said he, he said, you know, um, most nights, not every night. Um, but he said he had a quiet Easter. Quiet um, Easter, he yeah. Just sort of what did he get up to? Was he at the wedding? Eating chocolate. No, he wasn't. Unfortunately. He wasn't. We'd, we'd, we'd different, dif- different, different, different social circles, circles different yeah. Circles, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think Junior's in his own circle most of the time. Um, but he said, and this is Abbas. Oh, to me. To you. Yep. Why are the alphabets in the order that they are? It's <laughs> a brilliant question. That's a from great question. Um, I reckon it's something to do with uh, with with Latin. Right. Uh, Can you expand on that a little bit more? Uh, not really. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Maybe Latin, maybe a bit so it's to do with Latin or gr- or the Greek language. Um, you know what he added actually so uh, when the Greeks borrowed the Phoenician letters, um, I think they added their own homemade letters at the end with the ancestral X. So uh, when Alexander the Great <laughs> Empire came in to contact the Rome to contact Rome later on, uh, the Roman borrowed the Romans borrowed a few Greek letters and adapted the alphabet again. Um, in order to write them. So, yeah, so I think that's what it is, actually. Junior. Sounds about right. Yeah. But great question from Junior. Um, he, had, he thought you'd say that. Um, and he said, what happens when you get scared half to death twice? Uh, well, you, you've got nine lives, haven't you, <laughs> if you're a cat. So, uh, you're calling Junior a cat? <laughs> that's, quite, that's actually quite offensive. If you knew Junior, <laughs> you'd know that. that Does he not like cats? That's it. It doesn't, it doesn't Sorry, Junior. Um, um, Funny offence. Good country. We haven't had, we haven't heard from Sandy Derrick for ages. Oh, how, how is Sandy um, Derrick? Well, as I just said, we haven't heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have the answer to that. But Sandy from the UAE has followed since season two. Um, this is uh, all right. Yeah, go. Yeah, but we just haven't. So Sandy, if you are out there listening, get in touch because it'd be good to hear from you. Um, Anything else you want to talk about? Fantasy League up Oh, do we have to? How are we getting on on that? Yeah. You know what? I'll have a... I'll, I'll check that. To be honest, I think the the actual podcasters have been pretty shocking this season in the Fantasy League. Um, Art obviously took the title last year, standard. Um, it's been a tough season. It has been a tough season. I mean, Hannick is top. Haven't got a clue. Uh, but he's only got a 13-point lead over Hunter Mitchell. Oh. So it's, it's, like a, it's like a Premier League race, isn't it? It's close at the top there. And then Steve McLaren in third. Um, so that's your top three. And then Mike Judson in fourth place. That's your Champions League spots. Um, and then scrapping it out. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i f- I'm leading from us lot in ninth. I'm a, I'm a real mid-table. Tyndall Titans, who were they were the front runner. And they've just absolutely... He's bottled it. He's done a Didier and Dong. And he's... He's absolutely bottled it. So he should already be winning that, shouldn't, shouldn't it should he? He should be. Um, Tyndall, that, he's bottled it, well and truly. I, shame. Yeah. But I, I cannot wait for this game on Saturday. It's going to be ginormous for us. If we can go there and win, the confidence that it will give us, the confidence knock that it will give them, it's going to be huge. We'll be in an FA Cup final and it would literally be bring on the next team. But remember... Yeah. Whatever happens, future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs.
Has his top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the team requires assembly Danny Montflower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute Gary Mavitt in Chilin Sergi Redruff for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Amiyachenko number 9 Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley, we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raves Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head but we don't care Martin Martin Young Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziga Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel at Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steger was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare I forget Two dare is to do. Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White from White Hart Lane.
has a UK soda, bet this free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Hawkers page to go. That's Boyer, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the bookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, think of Janola undressed Point won't give up the fight Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision. Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's Kung Fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell. Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score. Give me more and more and more. Heroes in white and blue. We love to win style, we've done it for a while. It's better to rain playing high. Then our football story will echo with glory. Lily White and White are named. If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Henson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick. He showed the world what's for us to do. The leading cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I get to White Hot Lane. Heroes in white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while.